and welcome back to Lounge with Books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. And we are two friends keeping in touch through the power of books and it is 2024. For all those listeners who listen to our podcast every Monday, we did have a hiatus last week because obviously it was Christmas Day. Nobody wants to be listening to us on Christmas Day. You've got far more important things to be doing. So we are back on the 1st of January and we're going to be talking about our year in books. So all the books that we read in 2023 and just discussing our stats, how much stuff we read, what we enjoyed the most and also how me and Claire actually keep track of all the books that we have read because you do get lost sometimes. You're like, oh, did I read that this year? And then it's actually you read it five years ago and I'm just like, that's crazy. Talking about that, I believe I've read 17 books. But what I am counting is I started off um, Goodnight Steve McQueen, which I did finish on December the 27th, 2022. So I snuck that one in because that's right at the end of that year going into the new year. I sort of feel. Do you know, it's strange. After Well, I don't know. After Christmas, you kind of, any day after, there's that weird week where it's like it, you don't feel like it's 23 like 2022 or 2023 so I'll let you have it I'll let you have it you let me have that one I'll let you have it and I keep track (laughs) of my books because I do a last book read on Twitter and Instagram now actually you know I don't post very much on my Instagrams and Twitter but that is the one thing I do do and that's how I manage to keep track and I can just scroll through it and just see when when I've done books and it also shows me where I was when I was reading books as well, because obviously sometimes I'm travelling, aren't I, going away. Did you go anywhere fun this year, Claire? I did. I went to the Philippines, Philippines in February. So I can, uh, and I know which book I was reading there as well. So, uh, yeah, so we can chat through the books, through my year of books. And what about you? So I always add all the books that I read to my Goodreads which by all means, listeners, you're welcome to come follow me on Goodreads and see uh, what I actually think of all the books in a in-depth discussion. I say in-depth, I just kind of bullet point so I can remember what they're all about. Um, But every year you can set yourself a reading goal and it's quite interesting because when I used to work in the library, I suddenly realised that from reading about 12 books a year, I went to reading like 50 and then the year before... I left, I read 60 books in one year. So this year I set my reading target at 60 because I thought, I've done it before, I could do it again. <laughs> um, it's fair to say I did not hit the target. I read 38 books in 2023. I still think which... that's, that's a massive feat though, Sophie, compared to my 17. Yeah, but do you know when you see people and they've read like 100 books and you think, How? They must be reading some really small books. They must, they have to be. Yeah, and they mustn't do anything else. <laughs> yeah, the problem is I've got like my Switch, I've got my board games, I've got my PC games, you know, I've got other hobbies. <laughs> I mean, I, but, I, yeah. do actually, I do actually think that the fact that I've read 17 books is good because that's, that's more than one book a month. Mm. Well, I think our book club has been quite helpful because that means we're usually reading about one book every six weeks, you know. So I think that's probably where you've brought up your numbers because you're reading them and then reading a book alongside, which is why I've probably done more than one a month. Yeah, yeah. And how many books have we read in our book club so far? Is it 13? 13. So I think this year, you know, we've read seven book club books together, so... 
that will obviously increase our, our numbers. And I think, as you say, because I've been reading the, you know, listening to the audiobooks as well, I think that's helped me get through a few more books. And we've got something quite exciting for our next book, haven't we? Oh, we do. So we might have a little break from our book club just for about, I think, two or three weeks. And that's because we've got an exciting thing in the works with an author, we can say that, who we're going to be reading their debut novel but it won't be ready until probably the 20th of January. So that will happen probably end of January, early Feb. And between then and now, me and you will just talk about the books that we've been reading and maybe do some discussion topics surrounding any book news that we found interesting. Yeah, I think we're going to look into that, aren't we? And just if anything you know, if we've done something work-related or anything like that, or we've seen some books in the news that have caught our eye or or a programme on the telly that features some books we've read or something, you know, we we, we will report on that, I think. Yeah, so be a bit more weeks. casual. <laughs> a bit yes. more casual. Bit you never know, casual. people might actually prefer that format, but <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not because I like reading the books together. Yeah, yes. But, I, but it's, yeah. a little bit, it'll, it's a little bit like our school podcast format where we talk about other things that are going on as well for the first couple of weeks yes for anybody that didn't know me and Claire used to run a podcast before this one uh, when we both worked as librarians at school and it did follow that kind of more casual pick a topic and then discuss books but yeah 2023 I thought was an okay year for reading for me I think setting my reading goal next year I might go for 40 I might try and push myself just to read those extra two books um, just to see if I can increase my reading but overall I read 12,254 pages which isn't bad wow. um, my shortest book was The Beast in the Shadows by Edegawa Rampo which was one of the translated books that I read and then the longest book I read was The Prior of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon at 848 pages. So overall, my average book length was 322 pages, which I think sums me up quite, you know, I don't really like massive books. So I usually sit, you know, reading about 322 pages in most books. But I'm really proud of myself that I read that 848 page book and enjoyed yeah. it. I think I would read her other book that she's written as well. Maybe I'll read that this year. <laughs> Maybe you will. But yeah, some really interesting stats. My my average rating for my books was 3.7. <laughs> oh. So that means I must have had a lot of average books. Yeah. Well, I do remember, I can't remember which books they were, but there were a couple you were you were very disappointed with, which probably brought your ratings down a bit. I can't remember what they were. Can you see those? The ones that you gave poor ratings for? Or maybe you know we what? shouldn't advertise that. <laughs> no, but I can <laughs> tell you that I think I only gave um, four books five stars. Oh. Out of the and 38 I read. Uh, the Mysterious Case of the Appleton Angels by Janice Hallett. I think she was the first five star I gave. And I'm just a huge fan of Janice Hallett. Like, she could do anything. Um, the next one was Astrid Parker Doesn't Fail by Ashley Herring Blake. And this was just your cheesy rom-com 
you wouldn't think that that's what I would enjoy, but it was just, I think that's what I wanted at that point <laughs> in the year. So I gave that five stars. Then The Prior of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon, that massive book. I absolutely loved that. Uh, Richard Osman, The Last Devil to Die, was my final five-star review. Yeah. So there you go. Ah. Um, I looked down my list of books, so um, and I, I definitely have a bit of a theme for going for quirky-type books. So things like Big Girl, Small Town by Michelle Gallen, which was set in Ireland, because I always like an Irish read, don't I? I read a couple of those in the year which was about a girl who worked in a fish and chip shop. And it was basically, I think that was over, I think it was written in one week of her life. Um, and she was called Margella. And she had a bit of a, a turmoil uh, home life. Um, a, a lot of my books have a lot of turmoil home life and things going on and homelessness. And <laughs> I just Real life to issues. That. Yeah. A few of mine do definitely go down the rom-com novels as well. So ones like uh, The Avers Travelling Bookshop and there was also uh, Firefly Lane, ones like that, that are definitely sort of a bit rom-com-y type ones. So, yeah, I've had a a good look at books. I think my favourite books... I have read though have been recently which was the Lisa Jewell ones they were the ones that I gave overdue ratings to the family upstairs and the family remains yeah so you loved those yeah I more think than any only, other book you read this year yeah I think they're the only ones that I gave an overdue rating for I believe harsh but, critic um, Claire yeah, harsh <laughs> cricket I've read a book here that was based in Whitby so the witch, a witch hunt in Whitby. Um, I don't think there was, I think the only one that I, there was only one book that I did a return for. Yeah. Do I name and shame it or not? Yes. <laughs> um, it was um, Backpack by Emily Barr. Oh gosh, it was, wasn't it? Mm. Do you know what? I can't. There was one that I returned, and I can't remember which one it was. Because I did return one, I'm pretty sure. I think it might have been Bunny. Oh, was that that strange one? Was it a real strange read, wasn't it? It was the really strange one Mm. where these bunnies kept turning into men or turning into bunnies and. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I agree with you. Most of the books that I read at the beginning of the year, I did not like. <laughs> that was one of them. And I remember it put me in a right reading slump because I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, looking down my list, um, I read a few that have been either a TV show or a film. So there was Room by Emma Donoghue. So that is a film. And You Don't Know Me by Imra Mahmood was a, a TV series. So, uh, yeah, they'd been on the telly. And I revisited Jonas jo- Jonasson, which I haven't read one of his books for a while, which was The Prophet and the Idiot. He is the writer of The Hundred-Year-Old Man That Climbed Out the Window. So that series of books. So I revisited him because I haven't read one of his for a long time. 
I'd say out of all of the books I've read, the genre that sticks out most is I actually read a lot of thriller crime this year. And I'm not usually a thriller crime sort of reader, but I've read the L.J. Ross, I've read two of their books, Hysteria and Imposter, which is about a detective solving crimes. The Appleton Angels was a crime novel. Then I had Notes on an Execution by Dania Kukafka, which was a very interesting book, but I, I remember that one left me feeling a bit disappointed because I feel like she didn't do what she set out to do in the novel. She was meant to make us not feel sorry for the serial killer and it was meant to be a feminist kind of story, but mm. I still felt sorry for the guy at the end and I was like, I feel like you've written this all wrong. Uh, but it was a good good book nonetheless. So that was another thriller crime. Then Death Comes to Marlowe by Robert Thorogood. That was actually a really good book. Richard Osman, The Last Devil to Die, Five Survive, The Honjin Murders, The Beast in the Shadows. All of those were thriller crime books, which I think is quite a lot. <laughs> and I don't really know what the others would fall under. I guess maybe relationship books. I've got relationship, I've got two big fantasy novels. Uh, a science fiction, some classic books. Oh no, I've got two science fiction actually. But yeah, I actually read maybe more romantic slash literary fiction this year than I, I have done, I think, my entire life. I really tried to mix it up and go for different genres that maybe we didn't read so much in the library. Just to f remember maybe what I enjoyed reading outside of YA. Because I found in YA it was so easy to pick up, say, the fantasy or sci-fi novels because they were very exciting and action-packed and it didn't matter if the characters were teenagers because you could still relate to them in some way. Whereas when you were reading the books that was just about their lives, it was maybe hard to get into their shoes and feel sorry for them. <laughs> yes. Because as, yeah. as, as, an, as an older person, you just think, come on, pull your socks up, get on with it. <laughs> so... I think for me this year was kind of discovering which genres I like outside of YA in, in the sort of adult realm. Um, and I tell you what, I really did try. I read two classics this year and I still don't like classics, Claire. Is there ever going to be a classic that I go, oh, wow, I loved it? I don't know. I mean, I've, I liked Hitchhiker's Guide, but that's really random. Yeah, but I sort of think that it's choosing the right one, isn't it? Because, I mean, I seem to like the childhood classics. So things like Black Beauty, Five Children in It, Anne of Green Gables, things like that. The Machine Gunners, I think we could put in the classics. That was okay, Oh, can we? Oh, yeah, I, I did enjoy that one. That. So we, yeah. we read three classics this year then. Yeah. Well, I read three classics because I also read The War of the Worlds, which I did not rate. I was very disappointed. <laughs> Um, interestingly, looking down my list, I've actually mentioning authors from different countries. So I read two Swedish ones. So I've mm. done the Jonas jo Jonasson, and I'm I'm currently reading, which I will finish when this podcast goes out, is the the Fire Witness by Lars Kepler, which is brilliant. It's a big book, but it's brilliant. It's really good. But I, I'll talk about that more in the next podcast. So, yeah, that's a couple of authors from... Diff oh, and I've uh, read Grey Bees, which is by Andrei Kirchhoff, which is a Ukrainian author. Yeah, Any we did read authors? a lot of translated fiction, didn't we? Yes, yeah. And we... I mean, I read a few biographies as well, or memoirs, um, 
which is also something I don't I don't usually read memoirs, but I've read quite a few of them. But yeah, um, I've read quite a lot of Japanese books, uh, books set in Japan or books written by Japanese authors. Obviously, The Dangers of Smoking in Bed, um, that was South America, that was very interesting as well. So I read a lot of fiction from Asia <laughs> this year, mostly, uh, when it comes to my translated fiction. And I think that's just because I was borrowing off my mum and she's got quite into the uh, Japanese classics that are currently being translated. And it's just interesting to see what people in, in different countries were writing about at the time and how, you know, in the Japanese crime books I was reading, they're referencing people like Agatha Christie and Sherlock. And you're like, why don't we reference their crime writers in our own books? I think it just goes to show that in you know, speaking English is your main language, you suddenly don't realise that there's this world of books out there that we've never even thought of reading because we've just never thought about it. And I think that's quite exciting with it translated fiction now that you can really branch out and see what other people are writing about. I think it's really nice if they put some of the culture in the books as well because you're finding out about different cultures too. I like that when you're reading um, an author from a different country as well. I mean, the Swedish ones are quite hard sometimes because they do put a lot of Swedish village or town names in there or even the names of the people. And like, I, you know, I have a fear of authors with their names of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y yes, you do struggle with that, which is going to be quite interesting because the first book club book that we are reading together when we do get there is going to be fantasy so we'll see how Claire gets on with that it's, it's quite funny because even though I'm a fantasy reader I'd say I'm a very picky fantasy reader there's certain tropes in fantasy that I don't like so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting for both of us so definitely get excited to hear our thoughts on that book when we reveal it in hopefully you know, two podcasts time, I'm hoping. Yeah, that is a genre that I'm not, I do not read a lot of. And I do find it quite difficult to get into. It's funny because I, I like reading about witches and things like that, but more kind of supernatural type books. Yes, I, I, I like that. But the fantasy element, I'm just not sure about. So that is all from us this week. Remember to follow us on Instagram at loungingwithbooks to keep updated with all of our book-related news and obviously to see some lovely pictures of the Whitby coastline because Claire does keep us up to date with those lovely pictures. It's a happy new year from me. And it's a happy new year from me.